Welcome back to Lost in Theaters. Hi. Lost in Theaters. <laughs> the podcast where we discuss movies that have fallen through the cracks of pop culture. Crevices. Yeah. Movies that you probably haven't heard about before and are interested. Well, you wouldn't be interested in them because you've never heard of them. And now you'll know if you'll be interested or not. Ta-da! Hey. <laughs> yes. Um, this week, we are going back again. Back to not sorry, I'm slightly distracted by your half bloodshot eye. <laughs> <laughs> half bloodshot eye. I don't know why. Did I poke it or something? Okay, I'm good now. I just have to say that I laugh. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know if you're okay, but oh, I think I'm okay. okay. It's not affecting me anyway. Any okay, guesses cool. today about what the, mo- the hamsters movie is? in space? <laughs> hamsters in space. Okay, is it space again? No. Okay. Uh, We're coming back to Earth. Okay, so it's not... Is it fiction? Yes. Okay, it's fiction. Um, um, the pale green bands with nobody inside. <laughs> no, Ruth, I'm going to tell you what it is. <laughs> Alan Quartermain and the Lost City of Gold. I don't know why, I'm slightly disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's... Well, we'll get right into it. Let's just go for it. Okay, so it came out in 1986. Okay. Um, And I watched it on Amazon Prime, so you can too if you'd like. But we'll see. So this is actually a sequel. (laughs) What the heck? (laughs) To a movie that came out in in 1985, the year before, called Alan Quartermain and the King and King Solomon's Mines. Were you unable to find this? Well... The other one is free. <laughs> well, this one was free, and the other one was not. You'd have to, like, buy it. I don't know why. What? It's very weird. What? I'll also... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it was just, that's how it was. And it's okay, because they actually do sort of stand alone, I think, as adventures. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we'll go first to the rating... And then we'll go to the zero spoilers. There's a rating. Well, we have to rate it, right? No, well, not like a rating, like five out of ten. Oh, but you're like, rating. The children. Will the children watch it? Oh, have you been rating things? No, in not our other ones. Not out of ten. <laughs> or do you mean like for the people? I have no idea what you mean by rating. <laughs> <laughs> I mean like, uh, I mean like, is it safe for children? <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's what I mean. Yeah, you've briefly covered that. I mean, yeah. Okay. Well, here we are again. Okay, so um. There's, like, two things to consider with this. So, on the one hand, it's about the, the it's about the, like, um, the uh-huh. impact of, like, Raiders of the Lost Ark. What? Like, um, of Indiana Jones. The impact. So, like, the repercussions? <laughs> yeah. Like, the after- I just, I didn't know the word, Ruth. <laughs> I was trying to say, it's like, um, you know, in Raiders of the Lost Ark, spoilers for that one, um, it's, you've got... You've got those faces that melt. Yeah. And there's, like, gunfights. Yeah. And um, it's about that sort of, you know, shock value. Like, I didn't so watch... it's like a ripoff of one of those? Or just, like, another in that vein? Yeah, it's in that vein. Okay. Yeah. We'll discuss that more in the future. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so that's about the the quality of, like... Like, I didn't, I didn't watch Raiders so of the Lost Ark. potentially nightmare-inducing. Yeah, but like some kids, it didn't. It doesn't yeah, yeah, like yeah. it does. Yeah, some some people watch it when they're like, like five they're and they're like, super oh, traumatizing. But I mean, other people. I had a professor who told me that he thought that the faces actually melted off those actors, 
And he was like, what a commitment. <laughs> <laughs> he was, yeah. Was he pulling your leg? No, no. He lived like that for a few years. Dang. Yeah, his dad played along too. Said that they hired the people years in advance. So they would like pay you an upfront sum of like an obscene what? amount of money, and then you'd live it up for two years, and then you'd go get your face melted off in a movie. <laughs> Isn't that a great idea? That sounds terrible. It's an awful idea. What the heck? Um, also, think Swiss Family Robinson, too. Like, that kind of, that... Swiss Family Robinson? Yeah. Actually, oh. it was weird, because when I was watching this, I was like, oh, those do sort of have a similar, like, like, scary stuff happens in Swiss Family Robinson. Yeah. Yeah, and you're like, that could have been alarming. A similar, but... like, traps thing going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so there's that. But here's the thing. Um, on the one hand, that's fine. Some kids can do that. Some kids can't. On the other hand, um, the movie is set in colonial Africa. Okay? Oh, no. And the movie was made in the 80s. Oh, no. And it's, it's pretty racist. Oh, no. But, like, but, like, it's, it isn't, like, um... Oh, what's the word? It's it's like racist. It's racist. <laughs> I'm trying to describe the kind of racism that it is. It's 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 weird because it's it's like what white people thought Africa was like when colonial Africa was a thing. Okay. <laughs> so like, so not like our modern racism, right? So much. And it's not like anyone's. It's not like they're they're beating the beating the slaves or anything, and they're like horribly oppressing yeah. them it's like it's this sort of like assumption about like the native african people <laughs> that sort of under that sort of just like culturally they're like this is how it is and i would caution probably like i wouldn't i don't know it seems like an unhealthy thing for young minds to sort of be subliminally messaged about yeah yeah so if you're trying yeah. to form a healthy healthy idea of what africa's like that's is probably not the go-to movie no kidding but if you're like <laughs> if you're older and have thought about these issues and can recognize them as issues you would approach it differently but again we uh-huh. probably just shouldn't shouldn't like Promote movies that are weekly racists. <laughs> I don't know, Rue. I don't know. So here's the thing, though. On the outset of the movie, um, this is, um, yeah, this is the thing. If you're like craving Indiana Jones style things, you might think that this is. There's only four Indiana Jones movies, and the fourth one doesn't count, right? I mean, it sort of counts. I haven't even seen the fourth one. I can't really speak to it, but I just feel like it doesn't count because it's what? like. <laughs> there, are, there are four Indiana Jones movies. Confession. I don't know which one I watched. Oh, really? What yeah. happened in it? I don't know. Oh, there was airplane. But you get the vibe, right? Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, Adventure yeah. Man goes we and does things. We played the Lego Indiana, Indiana Jones, Jones games endlessly, <laughs> and they're great. And the thing is, this movie really does fit into that like category okay. where it's like the swashbuckling lead guy. So yeah. if you're like craving movies like that. This might be something that you would watch because you were like, I just want to see an adventure movie, but be aware of the racism and don't propagate it. I mean, Indiana Jones is pretty bad about, like, I don't know, women things. It doesn't take place in Africa in the same way. This one takes place in, like, West Africa, and it's, I mean, yeah, Indiana Jones, maybe. I haven't watched it recently. Just, like, 
how women are people. Oh, super women messed are up. people too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this one fits there and has similar problems. Um, yeah, so that's that's good to know. We were talking about Indiana Jones. Oh, yeah, so if you're like looking for a movie like that, mm-hmm. this would work. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would also, I would also, now we're in sort of the, um, zero information section about the plot. I'm gonna have to give you some information just for, you know, just so you know, because this is just really important. What? There's, the movies, movie isn't divided, divided into, like, the first two thirds and the last third. And the first two thirds, as like a, they work as like a storyline <laughs> that you like follow uh-huh. and you're like, it's kind of actually a little bit like D&D and where it's like, and then they do this thing and then you go and do this thing and then uh-huh. you, it's like they're doing this sort of thing and they're like, uh-huh. you know. And then the end, the last third happens uh-huh. and why everything happens in the last third is a little confusing. Okay. And I would personally say that the quality went downhill <laughs> as far as like plot consolidation. No kidding. I mean, it does sort of tie together at the end. But I do understand why Indiana Jones was way more successful. <laughs> just like yeah. figuring out, yeah, just the, you know, tying it all together. So just be, you know, and it's almost, yeah, it's more of a vibe than, yep, a, yep. than a thing. I will say, though, this is something that I thought was interesting or just to think about was, like, movies like this are harder to make these days, I would say. That because are... of the racism? No! <laughs> <laughs> yes, Ruth, yes! But also, like, casual adventure, like, action movies... Usually when you yeah. think action movie, they're, like, major blockbusters with crazy explosions and, like, madhouse things. But, like, Indiana Jones and this movie, mm-hmm. where, uh, Alan Quartermain and the Lost City of Gold. Alan Quartermain. It's so cumbersome. <laughs> There's a character that calls him Quartermain the whole time. Quartermain, Quartermain, Quartermain. Yeah. Huh. I was just like, why? Oh, it's actually based on a book, I believe. So there's that. But anyways, so these casual adventure movies, they just like, they're, the genre is sort of dying out, I would say. And so, you know, and as well as, I mean. I mean, the new Dora the Explorer doesn't count? I would say it was too (laughs) action-packed. I don't know. I think, I think that it's like this sort of, I don't know, maybe it's because it was made in the 80s, there was like a. A necessary calmness. Yeah. Because you couldn't do it yeah. otherwise. That now just it doesn't exist. The in quality film. of films has gotten to a point that it doesn't. Yeah. yeah you, it's harder to facilitate. Anyway. Um, so that's the zero spoiler section. Okay. Um, well, small, small spoilers, I suppose. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then we can move on to now. Now a little, a little more information about the film. Um, it it definitely follows a lot of tropes as far as like there's an adventure man in Africa and he is going on a quest to find his lost brother in the jungle um, with his fiance and James what? Earl Jones. Who? He plays Darth Vader. 
kidding. Yeah, but this is like not Darth Vader. He's just normal in this one. He's got these wicked, <laughs> no uh, wicked axe skills that come in clutch. You're like, yeah. What? Go James Earl Jones. This sounds completely surreal. I mean, no, he's <laughs> he's <laughs> he plays like this warrior, African warrior prince who helps Alan Quartermain go through the quest. African warrior prince. Yeah. So he's is James Earl Jones black? Yes, <laughs> he is. <laughs> Wait. I'm thinking of a different actor oh, than Ruth. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I'm so confused. So he's in this. Um, the other actors are fine. <laughs> um, uh-huh. So the whole thing is like Alan Quartermain is this jungle adventurer dude, and his wife or his fiance is like trying to get him to be civilized at first. And they're like, I bought you a suit. And he's like, Folly. I don't want to wear a suit. Okay. And she's like, just try it on. And he's like, okay. So he tries it on and he hates it. And then he has to, these people come and attack him and he chases them down. What? And then he finds, the, oh, yes. What? <laughs> it's very complicated. <laughs> they just show up. These people show up and they're like, have a knife. And um, <laughs> uh-huh. they're chasing one of his friends, and his friend comes, and he's bleeding and dying. And, um, and he's like, I'll help you. And so he has to chase the people who are chasing his friend. Um, and okay. he sees this knife, and he it's like this beautifully carved She's knife. He's making really interesting hand gestures to go along with this. <laughs> it's a beautifully carved knife, Ruth. Yeah. Uh... Anyways... <laughs> Um, and what happens is they take their friend in, but then the people come back and they murder him in the night. Oh! Wait, wait, who got murdered? The main character? No, and I just realized <laughs> we've entered the third section. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but this all happens in the first 15 minutes. Oh <laughs> my gosh! It's like a kind of soap opera. Well, it's just to get the movie started. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so before we continue spoiling aggressively, um, do you have any questions that I should that you think the average person would want to know about the movie to help them know if they want to watch this? Do one? you re- personally recommend this movie to anyone? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> A very select group of people who I know are like are gonna think critically you have to be able to like think critically about it for starters if you're interested in like cinema history this would be really a f- an interesting one to watch uh-huh. for sure uh-huh. um but uh yeah n- no <laughs> <laughs> but you but like i said it's it's an experience for sure because no it's definitely like indiana jones type ripoff sort of thing is there any wildlife there is an ostrich. <laughs> At one very clearly, like there's like a headshot of an ostrich. What? Um, but they don't interact with any animals. Oh, that's it. No. Hmm. No. It's mostly people. Yeah. Oh, there's there's lions. There are lions. <laughs> I assume that'll come up. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. it'll come up. Like live lions. At points, yes. I think they had live lines. This was filmed in Zimbabwe, actually. <laughs> um, I, so, I don't know. That silence there was just... I don't know what you expected me to say. You're like, oh, Zimbabwe! What a place! So, 
They mention they're in Zimbabwe? No. No, they just, just call it thing. Africa. This is just a thing I learned. They had a film, a film, a Zimbabwe film unit in the credits. Okay. Yeah. But they don't, like, state where they are in No, Africa. they don't. Yeah. Africa's West huge. Africa. Well, they, they go into... West? Oh, West Africa. Because <laughs> it's so small, West <laughs> Africa. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Any more probing questions um, on behalf of the audience? Um, nah, not right Okay. Now. And now we'll properly enter stage three. Sorry for that. Getting ahead of myself there. It's just such a yeah. Slow down. Convoluted. Not I think convoluted. we should go faster. It's just a really intense beginning. And so this guy who died in this was spoilers. What's his name again? Not Quartermain. Who died? Okay, so... Oh, Quartermain. yeah. That's my question. <laughs> Who died? <laughs> so, it's Quartermain's friend. Oh. Runs out of the jungle, and then passes out, and then later gets murdered in the night. That is graphic. I would... It's not super graphic. It's just... It's like that scene in um, Star Wars Episode Four where, you know... I just where, shut my jaw. You did. That was weird. <laughs> my mouth was just kind of hanging open. That scene where Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru have been burned to death. Yeah. And there's these, like, scorched skeletons. And you're like, oh! Oh! When you finally see them. Because um, I didn't see them for years. Are those edited out in one of the versions? Wow, really? One of the editions? Maybe. I don't know. Well, in this one, there's, like, a choked man, and it's quite it's quite alarming. But it's, like, for two seconds, and then it's over. So just, yeah, so, anyways. Scarred for life. Children only two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> just two <laughs> seconds of scarring. <laughs> anyways. So, um, yeah, so then he gets murdered in the night. But see, that guy, he was traveling with Quartermain's brother, who has been lost in Africa. Okay. Yeah, and so yeah, he's okay. like, he tells him all this information, he, well, he gasps it out. He's like, oh, something about your brother and some clues about some things. And he's like, what? What? And then he's not British. <laughs> Are they British? <laughs> no, he's not. He's very American, but adventure, it's... He's, anyways, okay. He's, he's, not, he's not very American. He doesn't, like, wear a flag or anything. Anyways. I think that's also a different thing. <laughs> So, he has these clues now, which means that he can't go with his girlfriend back to America for their wedding. Fiance. Well, he, he can't go back for their wedding oh. because he has to go get his brother in the jungle. Yeah, And there's this really bizarre scene where the girl is driving back with, like, one of their African friends or helpers. It's probably not a friend. It's probably one of their... I don't, I don't think they're slaves. Anyways... <laughs> So they're driving back, and um, what happens? Oh yeah, so she's like talking like I should have he should have his priorities straight, and then she's like, but you know what? I should help him, and then she like nearly drives off a cliff, and she's like, what? okay, you take the wheel, Mister. And this is the weird part, okay? <laughs> they're like driving back, and she just takes off her clothes, like her dress. She's got uh -huh. her underwear on, but she takes off her dress. Well, in the back of the car to change to get in her, her adventure clothes. Uh-huh. And they're just driving down this road. Uh-huh. It's just really, really weird. I was like, why? It was just very confusing. Because it's not like there's any nudity. No. It's just... And it was like... It was just really strange. Because now this other guy's driving. It was just... It was weird. This isn't like the gratuitous nudity scene? No, I don't think this so. This is just... Well, maybe. We're gonna just 
have someone change now because it's part of the plot? Yes. Okay. It's weird. Turns out she's also an archaeologist. She identifies things like, the knife is Phoenician and Egyptian. What could it mean? Oh. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Well, it's because, you know, like if something's so old, it's from like before the culture split. You know? <laughs> okay. I mean, I know that's potentially a thing, but also uh-huh. isn't really how that works. <laughs> so Quartermain went and investigated the clues he was given, okay. went to go see a guy, they go off on their adventure. And so this this is the part where it's like most, the adventure part is the most like, and here we go, the most kind of, not fun part, but like step-by-step step D&D kind yeah. of thing. And it, you can get, you know, it can be interesting. I should say as well, though, there's it's definitely like, this movie could not be made today because of the way that it's been a wheel for a reason. <laughs> well, it was the one of the main things that struck me at one scene. I was like, "Oh my gosh, this guy is just like killing people left and right <laughs> because they're like attacking his boat. These uh-huh. these because he's in their territory or whatever, and he's just like shooting them all down, and he kills like an absurd amount of people. And then I realize that like, like. If this was done today, it would require, to, to be done well, it would re- require, like, people seeing how brutal this was, and this was, like, not okay, and people were dying. We have to be, like, the mission. Have you seen the mission? No. The mission is, like, I'm it takes okay. place in, um, <laughs> South America, and there's, like, um, it's very, it's also alarming. Okay. Um, <laughs> but, like... This wasn't, this, it did not set the tone well for, like, how colonialism destroyed people's lives. I was like, oh no. Hey, what do you mean set the tone well? It I mean, did. the whole thing. <laughs> what do you mean? It did. This did? Colonialism. It destroyed people's yeah. lives. Yeah. No, but this scene did not. Didn't convey that. No. Okay. It was just sort of like, this is a cool guy doing cool things. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> So the thing about this guy is he's like, you know that scene, again, you probably don't know this scene, <laughs> but in Indiana Jones, when he, he's, um, he, there's this really, you know, it's a classic, like, the guy's got a sword and he's like, you're gonna fight me, and Indiana Jones yeah. just gets his gun and goes, and gets the guy, and he's yeah. like, I'm not gonna deal with this, right? And everyone's like, ooh, what a smooth move, ha 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 ha. Uh-huh. This is, I mean, it was, because they were all attacking him, it was a whole thing, anyways. Okay, okay. okay so... But in this case, his go-to move is the gun. Quartermain's go-to move. He just whips it out at the weirdest times and is like, I'm gonna try and shoot that thing. <laughs> like, at one point, someone, like, presses a button and it causes, like, the bridge to collapse or open up or something. Mm-hmm. And he and his girlfriend, his fiance, are dangling from this rope. And he's like, press the button back to put to put the bridge back. And they're like, oh, no, what's gonna... And he, he's like, they can't reach it. So he gets his gun and he shoots at the, like, Seriously? rock and pushes it back in. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. So his go-to move is the gun. In every situation. Also, in the marketplace, randomly at the beginning, he got this mithril shirt. What? <laughs> Is it, like, actually? It's not actually mithril, but it's, like, this und- indestructible, like, chainmail shirt, which seems a little OP, if you ask me. <laughs> 
It is like D&D. It is like D&D. You pick up your gear. Seriously. Wow. You get your quest. You pick and up you get your, your gear. Gun, to and you go. Yeah. It is very strange. And you like roll a 20, it works. It works. He always rolls a 20. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah. So he gets the team. They go off on this adventure. They, um, there's this really funny line where the girl is like looking at this rocks and she's like, these stones are 3,000 miles from home. What? Because <laughs> they're like, don't belong here. Oh. They were trekked 3,000 miles. Not her home. Yeah, not her home. It should be added that, like, this, the ex, there's no explanation for, like, why everything is combined except for the one that I gave you. I came up with that explanation for why, like, the culture is so diverse with ancient things. It's very unexplained. <laughs> um. Yeah, there's that awful scene, and then, um, yeah, so he uses the Mithril chainmail shirt that he has to convince people that, well, he he accidentally uses it several times to convince people that he's, like, a devil or something, and so they leave him alone. Well, like, he gets hit in the chest and he doesn't die, and they're like, oh, he's, yeah. 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 It's, I mean, it could happen, maybe, maybe not, um... (laughs) <laughs> and then they go down there's like this underground river they go down at some point and the water's really hot because they're entering quote the devil's heart um and like there's literally water no there's literally fire coming out of the water at some point what? <laughs> yeah and it's terrible and he this is again choice gun use uses a gun to shoot a ginormous chunk of rock onto the fire to put it out in the water. He just... And he has to shoot it, like, five or six times. Okay. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of bizarre. Um, so they're on this quest to find the lost city of gold, and now we're getting to major spoilers because... I totally forgot about that. I know. I didn't really mention it. This is what they're going for, the lost (laughs) city of gold. Wait, what happened to his brother? Oh, they haven't found him yet. Okay, hang on. Yes. (laughs) So... Does he not want to get married? He does, but he has to find his brother first. So, instead of finding his brother, he's looking for the lost city of gold. Well, because he thinks his brother is with them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That bit. That was the bit I needed. All connected. It should be noted that while they're in these, like, underground caves with the water, there's this lion that just shows up and (laughs) bounds at them, and he has to shoot it again. Oh, great. But they're like, they hear this sound. In the caves, and they're like, what could it be? And then this just lion shows up. It's a real lion. They it's filmed a, a real lion, lion. Of course. There's so many cave lions, Ruth. Didn't you know? I don't know. Maybe there are. Also, it was at this there point are. in the movie when <laughs> the girl, I just was so tired of her screaming. She just screamed every reaction, everything, everything made her scream. Everything, Ruth. Oh my goodness. Oh, it was like, wow. And it was actually right when I noticed that, that she just stopped having most dialogue at all. Oh. <laughs> like, her dialogue fell off. The screams just disappeared. It was weird. <laughs> so they come out of this cave into this, like, idyllic waterfall. And then they, like, they see the lost city of gold. And Ruth, I have never been more disappointed. <laughs> most of the city, major spoilers, is entirely white. It's, like, whitewashed walls. And there's, like, oh. like gold, like, rims. And, like, a gold dome. Okay. And I'm, like... They're going for realism. Yeah. Oh. Oh, and I forgot to mention the worst part. (laughs) 
What do you mean the worst part? Worst how? Well, an aspect of them finding this lost city of gold, an aspect of the, like, legend, is that in the city, there was this lost white race. What the heck? (laughs) So they're gonna find these white people in the middle of Africa that have been lost. I mean... So... It turns out it's a biracial city, though, when you get there, and there are white people and black people. <laughs> this is so confusing. It's just really weird. Are they trying to say something? I don't know, Ruth. I just felt like it was so wrong. And I just I just was like, this is not right. Ugh. They could have, like, there were these two women in charge of the city, uh-huh. and they could have had, like, some, you know, black women... As, like, in charge of the city, and it's two white ladies. (laughs) And you're like, women empowerment, but... Mm, Why? (laughs) In Africa, you could do something interesting and... I mean, that was the thing in North Africa. Hmm. You think? People were whiter there. It was less weird. I I was learning. This is a... Oh. This is my history class. History class is coming to tell you Yeah, they were less alarmed by visitors from Europe. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. The ones down south, though. Oh, I mean, the Mediterranean's right there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so, um, they have to kill another lion when they get to the city, because it's about to eat a boy. What? Yep. And, uh, but oh, it turns out, the priest of the city is like, Sacrilege! You've killed the sacred beast! But this is after they find out that, in fact, Quartermain's brother is in the city, and he's like, I'm fine, bro. I just love these people. And he's like, Cool. Awkward. (laughs) Yeah. And also, like, all of the people who went with his brother are dead. They, like, they found their dead bodies. What? They find their dead bodies along the way. And his brother's like, yeah, it's totally chill, man. And, like, his friend ran all the way back. It's just very weird. Mm. Yeah. So it's like a false alarm? Yeah. Kind (laughs) of. Well, okay, so the priest turns out to be a, a corrupt okay. guy, and so they have to figure out what to do with him. Um, Feed him with a lion. Well, they're about to throw someone into this. They have this, like, thing on the floor that opens up in a circle, and yeah. they're like, oh, because you've done something wrong, we're gonna have to, yeah. like, pun it. One of you's gonna have to go in and yeah. sad. So, they're, but the circle opens, and in, underneath there's this, like, orange, like, goo. Or not goo, it's it's definitely more liquidy. You're like, that's so interesting. What's going on? And someone falls in, and you're like, so weird. But you find out later, that's what turns the stuff gold. And the wacko priest uh, dips people in it uh, and turns them gold. And But it also, like, em- emaciates them. So there's, like, these borderline, like, skeletal gold things just hanging around in this chamber. Uh, and you're like, that's not cool. Whoa. Oh, his shirt comes in handy again. The mithril comes back. And, of course, they're like, ooh, he's a god. And it's like a thing. And then, yeah. Um, this really does sound like a D&D game. Yeah, like, but at the end, it gets, it's like, like a bad player. You're, like, trying to, at the end, they're, like, they have to defeat this priest and these ladies. And um, there's a, there's a straight-up Helm's Deep situation that goes on, okay? Like, an army gets amassed and charges the city. What? And they have to defend Why? it. Why? I don't know. <laughs> this is the thing. I don't. I. It was maybe. Maybe it was a line I missed or something. But like, all of a sudden, the priest decides to attack his own city with 
the corner man and his people in it and all the natives and they have to the 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 natives of the city uh-huh. um the people who are living in the city have to use like pitchforks and shovels cuz they're like a peace abiding people to fight off these people who are attacking their city and they get this great idea they turn they start turning like they start having like gold bricks and turning like rocks into gold and then dropping them on the people who are trying to get in cuz it's like yeah. they're like yeah that's actually a pretty good idea and then Quartermain has this great plan and he makes mithril shirts like equivalent ones for like multiple people but out of gold so it's like these shirts that have the same power as the the other ones are the one that he got was silver okay that's why it was like mithril but he finds this shirt that's gold in the like stash of things Uh and he's like oh i have an idea and so then he apparently he makes more for his buddies and you figure this out like in the battle they get stabbed and they're like ha 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 i didn't die and you're like yeah also and when he's in the city there's this really there's this moment where someone's trying to like challenge him for the um for like you know they're like who are you really powerful and he just like casually pulls out of his shirt this like stick of dynamite what that he will so like the one guy's like i can break a rock with my head and he's like what can you break and the guy's in the quarter main's like can you break this bench and he's like uh i'm gonna try and he tries and he's like oh my head hurts and then quarter main's like okay and so he goes over and he's like surreptitiously just slips this stick of dynamite that was in his shirt the whole time and blows up this bench and you're like that's weird (laughs) how could it be there he was stabbed in the chest several times, okay? <laughs> but not really stabbed in the chest, just a little stabbed in the chest because it didn't puncture because of the mithril. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, uh, yeah. Where, does it end? It does. They defeat the bad guys. It's great. There's some light. Okay, there's this thing where he has to use the hammer of his buddy to, I don't know what's happening. He just hits the top of the dome that has the gold on it and... It, maybe it conducts lightning, maybe it doesn't. Whatever happens, the dome starts melting the gold, mm. and it starts like acting like a shield against so the melting gold, and everybody, the good guys are on the inside of the gold, uh-huh. and then it comes uh-huh. down, and it's like, ooh, yeah. it's really cool. And then inside, there's a whole little battle that has to happen, and the evil sister gets thrown in, and oh, yeah, it's crazy. Um, and the end... It's just like all this has just happened, and they're they're gathering around, and everybody's happy. And uh, Quartermain is like, "I've been, you know, he says, uh, I've got a feeling that it's time for something else." And his girlfriend looks at him and says, "Some other great adventure." And that's where it ends. That's it. Yeah, yeah. The, there's no wedding. That, there's so no. She has the last line. I think so. Yeah, if I remember correctly. Weird. Yeah, and they're just in the in the heart of Africa, in the city. That is bizarre. Yeah, heart of Africa. Is it the heart? Heart of West Africa. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, it's very strange. It's a uh, yeah. Questions, concerns, comments, sister. Boy, do I have concerns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should all be a little concerned. I think. Well, I. Uh, yeah, it's like I said. Maybe, maybe this one can. But now you know. Yeah, now I know. Now you know. 
this it's yeah yeah and you can make an informed decision <laughs> anyway i'll opt not to watch that one i think you think so yeah okay that's good well this has been lost in theaters <laughs> now you're a little less lost in theaters hopefully so is this yes this is this movie is yeah been drudged up yeah maybe it should have stayed there oh sister <laughs> It's but good it to, you have to know history, Ruth, so that you don't repeat it. Yeah. Classic. Do we want to include this in our history books? <laughs> don't, Ruth. I feel like we have other... You're overanalyzing. Anyway, thank you all so much for listening. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and we'll see you all next week. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>